Good afternoon, passengers. This is Captain Bot 6000. The difference between a vampire and an AI is that vampires have to kill humans to survive. We do it because we want to. Have a nice flight. the pilots the podcast my name is aaron with me as always is my vampire cameron how are you doing today honey enthralled <sighs> in your thrall in my thrall it, wait am i the vampire you're the vampire thralling you <laughs> thralled <laughs> thralled <laughs> i'm doing okay how are you doing doing okay yeah 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 I've, i was able to sleep for two nights in a row two so whole nights two whole nights i didn't get to so who knows what horrible things will come out of my <laughs> mouth today <laughs> Yeah, for three weeks, we've been sleeping in 15 to 20 minute naps. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for totaling maybe, what, two and a half, three hours? Pretty much watch all of Star Wars Rebels and Clone Wars <laughs> as they play throughout the night. Yeah. 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 It's been glorious. But I've got two full nights sleep so in gonna, a row. I expect you to carry this episode. <laughs> Not going to happen. My brain still hasn't uh, adjusted. <laughs> oh, convenient. Isn't it? And, it, you know, it'll never be adjusted. <laughs> Which was weird about this show is I think we were about halfway through it. And I was like, I don't know that I'm going to have a lot to say about this and show. And then and the then... second half happens. Rapid to tap it to tap it to tap it to just tap, tap, You know, tap I'm going gonna, gonna to say something <laughs> interesting. I think I, I didn't hate it. I was going to say something. <laughs> I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. <laughs> <laughs> it's hitting a certain sweet spot, which we can discuss. We'll discuss later, yeah. Like, yeah. it's not good? No, no. No, it's not good. <laughs> but it's like... No. Not bad. But it's not bad. <laughs> I, what, what, I for, for vampires, I think this is it. This, this to me hit the is... the sweet spot. Yeah. Because I've always said vampires have to be gross. But sexy. No. They weren't... <laughs> he was not. He was not sexy. I'm going to say that right now. He was gross and creepy, and that's what a vampire should be, in my opinion. He looked that we're talking about. Yeah. Looked like a haunted doll. Yes, he did. Oh, my God. It was f***ing creepy. He <laughs> was so creepy. Yeah. Well, I... Um, I think he did really good. I think the actor did amazing in the part. I, I, I said that myself, yeah. too. What shocked me was having just come off of the Mayfair Witches, I wasn't oh, expecting yeah. that this. much yeah. mm-hmm. from this show. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like... And it, I'll tell you what, we're not to jump too much into it. It doesn't start off promisingly. No, it does not. No, no, it does not. The first bit of it, I was like, oh boy, this is. Yeah, I was like, oh my God. In fact, the interview parts of the interview with the vampire are the worst parts of the show, really, in a lot of ways. I don't, I don't know. Well, they grow on you, I guess. I like the, the differences there because then you can, you can go into the past and you can have all this crap, Mm -hmm. you know, and then you're in the future, which is sort of a safer place to be. A safe space for vampires. Sort of. Mm hmm. You know, but uh, so I kind of like that. I kind of like that there is a little bit of a safe haven for the vampire from the vampires. Okay. Like you get a kind of reprieve from like, yeah, I guess you're right. It's like a safe space. It's like when we're here, we know everything's okay. Yeah, exactly. All right. Cool. 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 Do you, um, did we watch anything else besides 
Clone Wars and Rebels. And Shoot, I don't know. Dragon Prince. Our son loves Dragon Prince, by the way. Of course And we're doling it out to him in like such small increments because <laughs> we're watching it with him. Yeah. So we only let him watch one at a time. He's like, I want to watch another. And we're like, no. No. Wait, wait till tomorrow. <laughs> Have we watched anything new? I don't. I don't know. I don't even know the work I did this week, and I know I did a lot. <laughs> well, well, we watched the latest Poker Face. That's oh yeah, that's to still awesome. So good. Oh, and Jake loves that one too. Jake loves that one. He loves that show. <laughs> what else? Did we watch anything? New? Makes sense that my ten-year-old would love a show like that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, totally. Uh, absolutely. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think we've watched anything new. I know the season three of Picard. Came out this week. Oh, I haven't watched it. Apparently, Picard is a very divisive show. Is it? Amongst, like, I guess, Star Trek fans. Hmm. I think, but I think all Star Trek has been divisive amongst Star Trek fans since, like, the reboot with, like, the Chris Pine, J.J. Oh, right, right. Abrams thing, where it became more, like, of an action, more right. than a philosophical. It, it, brought, it brought me in. Yeah, and it's like those are the same yeah. show. It brought the idiots who are just looking for fun times. Right, yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so. And that's me. But it makes <laughs> sense, though. I mean, like, if you're doing a movie, well, especially when you're doing a movie, mm. I as much as people would l- like it to be, like, philosophical ruminations, mm. I think you also have to be like, we're trying to make some money here, and, like, <laughs> that's only going to appeal to a certain crowd, and we're trying to get right. everybody. I guess with the show's they would have more space. But I guess that's what Strange New Worlds is doing, and that's why a lot of people like that. Because mm. even the show that we liked that you didn't like, it really was like a self-contained, like, here's an ethical quandary, right. and we're going to deal with it today. Okay. So, you know. Okay. But, well, I haven't seen season three of Picard, not even the first episodes of it, so. No. I mean, I want to see it. I, I, like, I do want to watch it. Like, I've liked all of Picard yeah. so far, so. Just haven't really had the time. I mean, I guess I could, but I don't I don't want to focus on it when I'm getting my 15 to 20 minute naps. Yeah, it's a, it's a show that I would like to be able to pay attention to. Yeah, I need. You know. I think I need to pay attention to it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, you can have Clone Wars and Rebels just go on in the background. You don't have to pay attention to that. No, we've seen it all before, so yeah. it's kind of like, yeah. Yeah. Do you want to give us a show synopsis for the show we watched today? Interview with Vampire, yeah. Based on Anne Rice's iconic novel, follow Louis de Pont, epic story of love, blood, and perils of immortality. The perils of immortality. <laughs> As told to the journalist, Daniel Malloy. Daniel Malloy, a.k.a. Anthony Bourdain. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> In fact, for a second there, I was like, isn't he dead? <laughs> He's a vampire. He's a vampire. <laughs> Yeah, the, the he's very much channeling an Anthony Bourdain. I liked vibe. it. It grew on me. Yeah, I would. I would say that. Like, no, I liked it straight straight away. Even honestly. with the master class with him dropping. The, yeah. If you want to yeah. learn how to be an investigative journalist, yeah. you got to do this shit right now. Yeah, I was like, wow, he's using cuss words in a prime time commercial. <laughs> I mean, this wasn't like a YouTube commercial <laughs> pop up. It was this was prime time. You. Fucking morons. <laughs> Want to be a journalist? Yeah, hey, I didn't have a problem with that. I um, I thought it was funny. I think it, it, it's really weird to me that the new streaming thing, anything you watch on streaming, I believe even Picard, yeah. within like the first five minutes of a new ex- streaming exclusive show, somebody has to cuss. Oh, yeah. Just to be like, this isn't your mother's <laughs> cable TV. We're going right. to show butt. <laughs> we're going to say butt. Yep. This is real TV now. <laughs> Do you want to give us an episode synopsis for this show? It's very brief. Louis meets the vampire Lestat in 1910 New Orleans. Du Lancor, 
<laughs> My Duolingo is serving me well on this one. Yeah. Vienna You're like, Moi. the point of lake. <laughs> lake point. <laughs> it's like, come to me. Viens moi. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is starring three people, I would say. Yeah. More than that, but... Yeah. The, the important people. Oh, that sounds. That terrible. sounds mean. That your your main characters. Main characters. There you go. The reoccurring characters yeah. are Jacob Anderson as Louis Dupont du Lac, mm-hmm. Sam Reed as Lestat. He Lac. did such a good job. He, I, <laughs> thought he was good because <laughs> he's so creepy. He's so creepy. He plays it so creepy. Like I'm gonna go one even up. when he's like molesting that woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or trying to be sexy or whatever. I was like, this is just fucking creepy. <laughs> but it's like... He plays it so creepy. It is the... One of the best depictions of vampires, I've said. Like yeah, you, like yeah. you said. Like, I can see why Anne Rice was not thrilled with Tom Cruise uh, yeah. in this role. And like, seeing this guy do Lestat, yeah. it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. I Yeah, I get it. Yeah. First of all, this guy's actually French. Yeah. Or at least he's doing a very admirable French accent. Mm-hmm. You know, giving it something rather than the British accent right. or whatever the hell Tom Cruise was doing. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> um, and then we have um, Eric Bogosian. I'm sure I'm saying that wrong. Bogosian mm-hmm. as Daniel Malloy. Okay. Uh, this was released October 2nd, 2022. The number one song was As It Was by Harry Styles. And the number one movie was Smile. Uh-huh. Did you have any predictions for this show? Oh, yes. A bunch of vampires will do predictable vampire things while being, quote-unquote, sexy. (laughs) And you don't think they were sexy? No. No, okay. No, I did not find them attractive in the least. No, no, no. Like, second blood (laughs) isn't appealing to me. Yeah, yeah. Like, blood sex isn't my thing. And this was bloody. Yeah. This was, like, gory. Well, that's what I liked about it, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, is that they were so bloody. And I was like, yes, that's a vampire, and that's why I don't like them. When when something is, like, literally, like, gouging out your neck, yeah, you know, you should be covered in blood. And mm-hmm. I really did appreciate that kind of the final scene-ish mm-hmm. area where Lestat is eating that priest. Yeah. And, and his face is disgusting. It's covered, covered with blood. blood. And there's even, like, some chunks yeah. of, like, muscle and sinew. And it looks so... yeah disconcerting yeah but i was like that's a vampire yeah like it wasn't trying to pretty it up yeah it wasn't like it was two little puncture wounds and then you just like lap it up like a little kitten yeah like it was like no it's bloody it's fucking gory uh i said rebooted classic was the og film classic (laughs) whatever it's back (laughs) (laughs) yeah so i guess before we go into the show we should do some spells of magic Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, wait, wait. We did watch something. Oh, we did. We We did. Uh, uh, And I'm just now remembering it. So, guys, let me lay this out first. Okay. I think this is pretty well established, but I'm going to reestablish it before I discuss. Okay. I don't know what you're going to talk about. I am a hardcore feminist. We know this. Okay. Yes, yes. Now, let's discuss Wakanda forever. Oh, right. Yeah. I'm going to let you take the lead on this one. (laughs) Okay, so I really liked the Black Panther, and I loved Bozeman as T'Challa. Mm-hmm. I thought he was very charming mm-hmm. and very attractive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he did a he, really great job. He embodied a superhero. He did. I loved him. Mm-hmm. And I loved how he and Shuri bantered with each other constantly. Mm-hmm. I loved that. 
My problem was a spoiler alert. The Black Panther. If you have not seen Wakanda Forever, please either like skip forward or go watch it before you continue this podcast. Exactly, because I'm going to spoil a lot of shit. Yeah. Uh, my problem was Shuri became the Black Panther, uh-huh. and she had to recreate the flower in order to like make it happen. Mm-hmm. She like she three D prints. <laughs> Here's my thing: <laughs> the Black Panther is full of badass women, yeah. from tech geniuses yeah. to warriors mm-hmm. to queens to spies to spies. Literally everybody except for except for T'Challa. Yeah, is well, T'Challa is gone, so it's like exactly. is the only one we got left. Exactly, and that's what I've always yeah. liked about it. Sure. You know, mm-hmm. I love seeing all of mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Love it, love it, love it. Mm-hmm. As I've said, I've established hardcore feminist. <laughs> love it. So I love seeing that stuff. But I had a real problem with Shuri being the Black Panther. Yeah, I honestly think it should have been Michael B. Jordan, and I will start with the reasons why. I thought it should be Martin Freeman. Just kidding. I swear to God. <laughs> That's not even funny, bro. <laughs> that would be so yeah. bad. So Michael B. Jordan in the first Black Panther movie was right. They had to give him a full 180 to turn him into a villain. Yeah. Because everything, everything he was said, saying was right. right. And he should have been the Black Panther, and he could have had an awesome redemption arc in becoming the Black Panther. I mean, except for being dead. He he came back. She could 3D print him. She, she can easily bring she, him back. She can bring back life, apparently. Hell, this is Marvel Comics. Yeah. Nobody stays dead. No, I know, I know, I know, I know. So saying. we could have easily brought him back. And when they did have scenes together, Michael B. Jordan and Shuri, mm-hmm. I don't remember his character name because, you know, I'm bad with names. Oh, wait, who's Michael B. Jordan? Yeah. Killmonger. Oh, Killmonger. Great Jeff name. Killmonger. Jeff Killmonger. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> Something like that. It's Kill, Killmonger is the character. Okay. So I don't know. But when they were together, they played well off each other mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just like she and T'Challa did. Yeah. And I thought, oh, that's that's a really good dynamic. Yeah. I think that would have been good because, mm-hmm. you know, she could have like Guided tempered him, him yeah. maybe. Yeah. And helped him out and he could have helped her out and it would have been a great partnership. And Michael B. Jordan, I'm sorry, is just a way better actor. He's he's a really good actor too, yeah. Mm. And um, instead, we we get Mbaku. Mm-hmm. Is that is that his name? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like he was being beaten up, and I was like, "Oh shit! You guys can't get rid of him. He's the only dude left." <laughs> <laughs> like my problem with this wasn't the overall story; it was replacing men with women, mm-hmm. and that's that's not what equality is about. Mm-hmm. It's not about replacing; it's about adding to. Mm-hmm. And so it should have been more of a partnership. Mm-hmm. And that's what it should be. And I've noticed with all of these Marvel movies lately, it's, no, this guy's dead. Let's put a woman in there. This guy's dead. Let's make it a woman. This yeah. guy's dead. Let's make it a woman. And it's in every single one recently. Mm-hmm. And that is hurting the feminist message. Well, and... It hurts us all. Cor- because it's like, oh, no, men are not important. Right. And <sighs> that's not equality. Mm-hmm. It's just not. It's just full gross pandering and bullshit. Well, and I think even on top of that, I feel like Shiri mm-hmm. was, like, the worst choice of all of the choices. Like, Why? at one point, I said, even, um, oh, God, the actress, famous actress. Angela Bassett. Angela Bassett. I forgot. I Leah last week, and I got called out by Ion. Thank you. <laughs> but, um, Angela, I was like, even Angela Bassett, I would have liked better as the Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Like, any other, like, Nakia, mm-hmm. um, Okoye, I would have been fine yeah. with any of yeah. them, really. I mean, like, I hear what you're saying, too, mm-hmm. about, like, 
Michael B. Jordan. I think he would have been a great. I think he would have been the best choice. He was there's a reason why he's like the most well regarded Marvel villain is he had yeah. a more complex and yeah. So it, his redemption arc or whatever, mm-hmm. or not necessarily a redemption arc, but like just trying to like work well, through that philosophy. Well, they made him super evil in the second half of the movie. Yeah, yeah. You know, so you have to come back from that somehow. Yeah, exactly. But the problem I have with Shuri, too, is, A, she has support character written all over her. Great in a supporting role. She is. She's a but, tech genius, and I, I really wanted to see her use more gadgets. If she's going to be the Black Panther, she doesn't need the fucking rose petal. Yeah. She's going to use all of her gadget, gadgets because she uses her brain, not her brawn. It, like, it was a weird kind of thing where they're saying, like, sometimes you have to go into the spiritual rather than just the technological. Yeah. But then they brought in Riri Ironheart. Yeah. Who is another... It, like... They weren't even different types of scientists. They were both engineers. They're yeah. both young women engineers. And it felt kind of not necessary. Like, yeah. you want those characters. To, and, like, T'Challa was a scientist, too. But there was, like, there was a difference to their science. Like, yeah. Shuri definitely felt like she specializes over here in engineering mm-hmm. while he is more of, like, a chemist or whatever. Yeah. It, the fact that like both of them kind of fill that same niche mm-hmm. it was like there was nothing to play off of there it was just like we got we got two people who are engineers now like yeah that dynamic just didn't feel interesting to me yeah i did like namor though <laughs> I, will... <laughs> I didn't understand that character at all <laughs> <laughs> my problem with namor as as put in the movie is he was not as arrogant as he is in the comic books. Mm-hmm. He seemed much more sympathetic. Yeah. And what really bothered me about the movie, guys, really by plot-wise, mm-hmm. is... He got his way. <laughs> he gets his way. He's ostensibly the villain of the movie. And he's like, Wakanda and I should be together, except for I want to kill this little girl. Yeah. And they're like, never! We're never going to be with you. And then at the end, they Wakanda and, <laughs> yeah. and him get together. Yeah. And like, I mean, the only thing that is saved, really, is Ironheart, which I'm not trying to diminish her life or anything <laughs> like that, but, like, he got exactly what he wanted. Yeah. Despite murdering... Fucking straight-up murdering Angela Bassett. <laughs> like, I was telling you later, I was like, it'd be one thing if it was, like, a An casual thing. Yeah, or, like, yeah. I was blowing up something over there, and she... Didn't actually, realize she was there, but no, no he, he, he looks at her dead in the eyes and throws, like, 40 bombs at her. He has, like, a scrotum full of water bombs <laughs> that he looks at her, he's like, these are for you. Right in the whites of her eyes. Boom, blows Ooh. her the fuck up, mm-hmm. and then he looks at Shuri and says, like, yeah, I murdered your mom. Now mourn her and get on my side, bitch. Yeah, and then at the end, Shuri's like, we're friends We're now. friends, we're, okay. We worked it out. <laughs> it was like, I was like, no. No, no, man, no. You can't really come back from no. straight up murder. <laughs> Again, if he was, like, doing something over here and, right. like, she was just, like, a kind of casualty... You know, it's like, well, we were, we were all fighting. It was right. stupid, but, you know, things happen. But, like, the premeditation <laughs> of it, he looks at her. Cold-bloodedness of it. He looks at her mother. Yeah. I don't remember. Angel Bass. I don't remember the character's yeah. name. He looks at her in the eyes. And he, said, he basically says, I'll be right back. Yeah. Flies away with his little feather wing feet. Comes back with the bombs. And he's like, got what I was looking for. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, straight up murder. Yeah, straight up cold blooded murder. <laughs> and then Sherry's like, "It's cool. We're we're on it's a cool. team we're now. We're fine. It, it, no, I 
Mm-mm. I wanted to like it more than I did. I, yeah. I wonder if I just don't like Marvel movies anymore. I think that's the problem. I think we just don't like Marvel movies anymore. They're not... Okay, so they started out unbalanced for men only. Yeah. And then they started getting balance. Right. And now they're unbalanced for women only. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to comment on that. I'm going to comment on that. I'm a hardcore feminist and I'm pissed off. Yeah. I like having both genders, all genders, any gender. I don't care. Yeah. I like having it all. You just don't want to. Stop giving me one-sided bullshit. You don't want it to feel like it's pandering. Yes, exactly. I don't mind if, I mean, Shiri replaces T'Challa in the comics, or she did for a while. I don't have necessarily a problem with that. I don't have a problem with having a woman as the Black Panther. Oh, no, that's not my problem. But, like, I do, but the choice of Shuri just doesn't feel the, right. Well, the percentage of women to men in this mm-hmm. makes it a matriarchy. We're trying to take down the patriarchy, not put up a new kind of archy. Yeah, down with archies. Down with archies. <laughs> Like, it's about equality, and Mm -hmm. this just goes the opposite extreme, and and I I don't like that. Well, and I feel, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm just picking your brain here, but I feel like it just gives fodder for the people who are anti this anyway, just to get more angry. Well, see, the problem here... Not that we want to appease when it comes, but... Well, I'll I'll explain my view here. Okay. There's a lot of men on the fence. Okay. Because just from... How they were raised just from society as a whole. They mm-hmm. might be good guys. Who knows? Mm-hmm. They're on the fence. And then if you have somebody being like, no, it's only women who can do this. You push them off the fence onto another side because they start feeling inferior and they start attacking women. Right. And so you're actually pushing people away rather than being like, no, hey, man, you on the fence? Get on over here with us. Right. You know? And it's it's about <laughs> spreading knowledge. Mm-hmm. And helping each other instead of just being like, no, this is it. This is how it should be. Yeah. You know, and we're, we're busy pushing people away. And that, like I said, is harming the feminist agenda here. Right. Which is just equality. Mm-hmm. That's all we fucking want. Yeah. Not to be better. Not to be worse. Just fucking equal. Mm-hmm. I hear you. Uh-huh. That's it. And movies like this isn't helping that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because, again, it's become unbalanced. Right. Just like it started out with Iron Man being completely unbalanced, shitty, and misogynist and sexist. Mm -hmm. It was horrific. Yeah. And now we're over here where it's vice versa. Mm -hmm. I can't possibly be sexist, but it's definitely not inclusive. Right. So that's the problem I'm having. Well, and I also feel like just putting all of that aside, I honestly just felt like Wakanda Forever was just unbalanced as a movie. Like, Mm. it just... It was two and a half hours long, mm-hmm. which I'm not thrilled with two and a half hour movies anymore. Like, to me, I don't mind watching a long movie okay. as long as it earns that. Like, if like mm-hmm. like when you watch those like long movies, like RRR or whatever, yeah. like uh, like <laughs> that it, was movie three, was intense. it was three and a half hours long, but it felt like it earned it. Like it was well, it was more of an opera. Yeah, there you go. It was like yeah. an opera. This movie was, to use those kind of, that parlance, if you will, it was more of a dirge. Okay. Because it was dealing with Bozeman's real life death. Yeah. So it was trying to be, like, respectful of that. Mm-hmm. And, like, all the characters are in mourning throughout yeah. the, the the movie. But, like, I joked about Martin Freeman, obviously, earlier. But you could <laughs> literally take out every scene he was in. Yeah. Every scene that Julia Louis-Dreyfus was in. Yeah. 
pull him right out of the movie. They were not necessary. It would not make a difference nope. to the plot whatsoever. He de- he accomplishes nothing. Yep. That couldn't have been like I found it on the computer. Like yeah. like he does nothing, mm-hmm. and that's a problem to me because just like. He's not even, like, a beloved yeah. character. Like, it's like he's a CIA guy. Yeah. Like, who cares? I think they just put a white person in there to bring white people in. It feels like almost. And that just feels even worse. Yeah. Like, it just, like, it does feel like, like, we got to get some white people in here. And, like, <laughs> that's not good. No, it's not. <laughs> like, we're going to lose some audience if we don't see Bilbo freaking <laughs> jogging through the woods to Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, exactly. What's happening? Yeah, exactly. So, I, I I don't know. I wish it were better. Right. I wish it were better. I do. I did say, and I, I stand by, I still think it's better than Multiverse of Madness. Ugh, that Which that I movie. thought was terrible. Mm. And I think it's better than Thor, Love, and Thunder. Ugh, Like, of movie. the three Marvel movies that came out last year, it is the best. But it still wasn't very good. Well, I'm just tired of replacements. Right. Like, you know, Ant-Man and the Wasp, they're going by the wayside so they can give birth to Baby Ant. Baby Ant. And she's going to go around doing her thing. And then you've got Iron Heart instead of Iron Man. And then you've got, uh, well, Shuri as the Black Panther instead of T'Challa. Yeah. Um, you've got the, the new Doctor Strange as a woman, too. Yeah. Like, there, it's just stop with the replacing. Yeah. And just add. Yeah. Yeah. Just add. That's it, man. I think it's I, not complicated. I think what will help too, now that we're 30 minutes into the show and haven't even <laughs> started, what I think will help to, this is why people listen, right? Uh, <laughs> is when the X Men actually get introduced to the MCU. Yeah. Assuming that they do it correctly. <laughs> and what I mean like by that is like there is a period in the 80s. Where Chris Claremont Claremont got a lot of flack because like everyone was pissed off that there the, everyone the kids reading <laughs> were pissed off that the X Men were all entirely women at one point. There's like two dudes on the team. It's like Wolverine and Colossus, mm-hmm. and then everyone else was oh maybe Longshot. And then like everyone they just felt there was too many women on the team. But the thing with the X Men, except for like the first iteration with Jean Grey, mm-hmm. like especially when he took over, there was much more of a balance in terms of right. the team and. Like, the female characters were, like, Storm was the leader of the right. team. Like, even when she didn't have power, she was still, like, the most badass character on there. Mm-hmm. It, that's, like, kind of baked into the DNA that it's an equal footing okay. of men and women on the mm-hmm. team. I think that helps rather than saying, like, what you're saying. And mm-hmm. I'm choosing my words carefully. I'm trying to bounce off what you're saying. I'm, right. It, it's, like, rather than being, like, Iron Man's now a woman or, you know. Yeah. Ant-Man's now a woman or Black Panther's now a woman or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, it's already there. You right, know? Like, yeah. It's already, so you don't have to. It's already to, balanced. You don't have to, like, be like, and Cyclops is a woman now. Because, right. like, you don't have to do that because the right. teams already should be balanced. Mm-hmm. Assuming they do X-Men correctly. Right. You know? Well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. All right, moving on. Okay. So now, that, let's discuss J.K. Rowling. I'm kidding. <laughs> let's really get into it. Let's really get into it. Let's get into the nitty gritty. Let's get into this. Um, <laughs> screw that woman. Now, let's do spellsofmagic.com. Oh, thank God. Okay, so Real magic. Real magic. Real magic. Screw J.K. Rowling. <laughs> you want magic, you go to spellsofmagic.com. Hell yeah. Vampire spells is what I looked up. Oh, are we going to summon a vamp? I don't want to summon a vamp. Usually you have to say these things like 19 times oh, okay. before. So I think we're safe. All right, good. Um, this is the casting instructions for vampiric desire. 
Uh, I don't want to desire a vampire, like, ever. You need a candle, which is great because we have a bunch of candles. <laughs> we have a bunch of candles from last week. <laughs> oh, but they have to be virginal. <laughs> you need red ink or blood. Uh, an Wait off- a second. Yeah. So is it just the color that's important? Because um, red ink is very different from blood. <laughs> you can use strawberry jam. Can you use, like, Kool-Aid? It's the color. It's the color? It's the color. You can trick the vampire. You can get water and just put in, like, red drops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, save yourself some money. Save yourself some money. Yeah, this is great. Okay. Uh, an offering and a clean table. Ew. Clean that table up. <laughs> Disinfect it. <laughs> First, you're going to place a ca- candle on a clean table and light it. Drip mm-hmm. the ink or blood. In a diamond-like shape, take a snip of your hair and slowly burn it. Mm. Ooh, that's oh, that's going to stink. It's going to stink up oh, your that's house. Gonna stink. Uh, well, get yourself, get yourself a scented candle. <laughs> that's <laughs> going to make it even worse. There's nothing stinkier than burning hair. In a scent, like in like a lavender Because <laughs> I've, I've once caught my hair on fire. <laughs> wow, it stunk. Wow. <laughs> okay, this is what this you... a smell you don't come back from. <laughs> Here, here's what we're going to chant. It looks like one time, so we may be... Uh, okay, all right. Uh, we may be doing something bad here. Oh, no. Say, I desire the feeling I see most pleasurable. This feels like a chat bot. <laughs> <laughs> I want my blood drank, infused to the mother of the night, letting my soul embody as an offering. So are you the offering? I guess you're the offering. Ew, I'm not giving myself up. Are you kidding? All right, this is what happens after you do this. Ugh. After a night has passed, go for a walk. You should see a man in a ba- dark beige trench what? coat. What? No. 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 <laughs> I'm not f***ing doing that. I'm no. No. This feels very actionable. You know, all you have to do is walk down any alley <laughs> in a city, and <laughs> you will find a dude in a beige trench coat. <laughs> it is ready. 100% guaranteed. <laughs> He's a flasher. <laughs> uh, walk up to him and say, <laughs> so you're walking. Okay. <laughs> it's late at night. Wait, you you're going to a- terrify the flasher. <laughs> You like, walk to, hey, hey, man. I'm into some weird stuff. Uh, but uh, I'm backing up. So you go up to the stranger in the dark <laughs> trench coat at night. At night. And you say these words. Oh, God. <laughs> I have offered myself to the mother of the night. Oh, my God. May we live on this? Brethren, Ew. he will take you into a dark, not often visited place and suck you almost dry. Oh, wow. Okay, I'm passing on this. <laughs> you don't want to try that one? No. No, I don't want to have some rando in a trench coat suck me until I'm dry. <laughs> but it seems like we could easily do this one <laughs> and just check it out. I'm, I've already changed I'm not it. having some rando do this to me. <laughs> you can fucking forget it. Can you imagine you're a weird, weird pervy, <laughs> pervy guy just out flashing? <laughs> somebody came up to you. And I was said, like, my brother, I have waited for this for so long. Now bring me over to the corner and suck me dry. I swear they would run away. <laughs> I think they would. <laughs> okay. This is Becca's vampire No, I'm still on it. <laughs> oh, that's glorious. Um, <clears throat> that would pro- that might like reform a weird <laughs> like, I ain't not going out uh, anymore. Mm-mm. This is it, not. The weirdos are out now. <laughs> <laughs> it used to be. It used to be no weirdos. <laughs> I, I'm a no weirdo flasher. <laughs> this used to be. What good. happened to society? <laughs> This is the downfall of society. When a flasher can't go out. And just with, flash people randomly. Without being bothered. God. Trying to be seduced by a vampire. Come what on. What is happening? Things biting. <laughs> it's awesome. I love it. Breathe, Aaron. Oh, 
All right. This is Becca's vampire spell. Becca has a lot okay. of spells. Okay. You need... Now, is Becca like a good witch or what's up with her? I think Becca's like 12. <laughs> <laughs> I think she just stumbled on the spells and magic one day. And, awesome. It just made it her life's journey to like come up with the spells. Anyway. You need a bedroom. You need a bed. You need good. Good. You need nighttime and you need alone time. Ooh, a bed, <laughs> nighttime, and alone time. Uh, Got yeah. any flashlights up in here? <laughs> I think she's thirteen. Oh, so <laughs> gross. Let's let's be cool. Gross, gross. You have to be inside, and it has to be night, and you have to be in your bedroom. Mm. You have to be sitting on your bed. Then you chant this one time. Uh oh. Uh oh. This <laughs> long one. I make a life commitment. To be neither living nor dead, I wish to be a vampire on this night. Wait, but she's like 13. Wait for it. No Wait longer, for it. <laughs> no longer will I live the way that others do. I shall become a vampire. I shall burn in the sunlight. The sunlight sh- shall cause pain to me. Oh, my God. I should be able to run up to and including 40 miles per hour. <laughs> <laughs> I should be able to use mind control on other people. Oh, my God. I should be able... To live forever without ever aging. Oh, wow. Didn't drop that E. Nope, they never I sh- do. Because shall... then it's just agging. Here we go, Becca. <laughs> I shall be frozen at the age of 13. This seems like a cry for help. Wow. I don't know what's going on with her life. And whoever would want to stay at 13? I don't know. That's like the worst age. You're just starting. Well, you're not really just starting puberty, but you're kind of in the throes of it. God, it's the worst time. And like, you'd always be that age. You'd never be able to like do anything. Ugh. You can't Ugh. even rent a car. God. If I'm a vampire, I want to at least be able to rent a freaking car. Can't even car. buy alcohol, man. Yeah. Smoke a cigarette. <laughs> uh, so make this me. This is who I wish to be. Make me what I want to be. Make me a vampire. I shall have an uncontrollable thirst for blood. I shall want blood every moment of every day. I shall become a blood-crazed monster that only cares about blood. This is who I want to be. Make sure what I desire to make me, what I want to make me, a vampire. Wow, okay, I can't see. I can't keep doing that. Mm-mm. I am no longer a human. I am a vampire. You have to chant this, by the way. Ugh. I am a vampire. I shall be a vampire. No way out of it. I shall become a vampire. No longer shall I be human. Human doesn't belong. Vampire does. So make this me. Make mm. me what okay, I I'm wish stopping to make you. Stop, vampire. stop, stop, stop. Okay. This sounds a lot like Forrest Gump. Please, God, make me a bird so I can fly <laughs> far, 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 far away, away from here. Like, I feel really bad for this poor, for this girl. poor girl. Like, this she isn't, has a mermaid spell, This too. isn't funny anymore. <laughs> like, is... I feel like like she needs a lot of help. Yeah, yeah. This isn't funny. Well, she, she says, so may it be. So may it be. That's the spell. Say it one time in your bedroom at night, and as soon as you do this spell, you'll become a vampire. Okay. Note. Oh. You can't turn back into a human ever. Has she done it? If you listen to all the spells she has, she's like everything. She's a mermaid, vampire, werewolf. And she's 13. I'm guessing she's got to be 13, right? Because she wants to be frozen at 13. Like, oh, what a worse age to be what frozen. What a horrible life she must be living, right? Like, yeah. Her family Even if she's like horrible. in her 20s or whatever, like, Why? What's happened to you? Now, on the account of the fact that this spell works so fast, there are no side effects. And she gives her full name, although her she gives her last name is Sullen. So I'm thinking that's a like a that's Edward a goth Cullen. name. Yeah, that's, that's a goth. That's name. like a goth name. Yeah. Here's a casting instruction for a vampire spell. Asterisks, full capitalization works. <laughs> so ignore the two we just said. This is the one. This is the one that this works. This is the one you okay. need. 
nighttime or dark. Doesn't matter. Again, okay. doesn't matter. It's just a, it's just a vibe you're looking for. <laughs> okay. A voice and a mind mm. in your head. And oh, your that sucks if you're mute. You can't even try to be a vampire. Oh. That's Again, not I fair. Think, I think if your intention is there, yeah. huh. you can do it. Okay. It has to be either night or dark. <laughs> See, if you're going to tell me something no, works, no, you can't Guys, it's got to be specific, man. Sit like Do you have to have a pure heart because I can't I can't summon dragons because I don't have a pure heart. See, I, I could I could edit this whole thing. It, it, there's too wishy-washy because this is sit like you are about to meditate. Like sit like you're going to meditate. Like why about? About like, like on your ankles? And imagine you are becoming and never turning back. And then take five deep breaths mm-hmm. and then say, Okay, oh, God, here you got poems, you guys. Oh no. Blood red, pale skin, moonlight, draw me in. Quench my thirst, course and veins, let my body feel no pain. After you're done with that, you'll feel dizzy. Yeah. <laughs> Check. Check. Then after five to ten minutes, you'll feel very energetic. Ew. Side effects. Thanks, I always... I just did this. <laughs> <laughs> In five to ten minutes, I'm going to have problems. Uh, Toothaches. Mostly, I would love it if in 10 minutes on this podcast, I was just like, oh, my oh God, my teeth. <laughs> uh, teeth aches, mostly canies, not canines, you, you canies. <laughs> canies. I've never heard them called that before. I've never I'm heard them called sure that. Sure, it's a typo. It just spells the magic. Oh, right. Like. Okay. Different sleeping patterns. That's a that's a euphemistic way of saying that. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. That's that spells of magic vampire spells. Okay, okay. One of those is going to work. One might involve confronting uh, people okay. in the middle of the night. Okay, listeners, I want you to try this and tell me if you become a vampire. Yeah, and then tell us which one worked. Yeah. <laughs> or do all three and never know which one worked. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, now that we're vampires, I think we can really delve into... Interview with the vampire. Just the vampire. There's there's no only a. one. There's only one. Not any old vampire. Yeah, so he must have killed kills Lestat at some point then, right? I don't recall these. I don't books. I don't know anything. There's about a these. lot of stuff that was happening in here that I'm like, I don't know how much of this is new information. Right. Although I feel like David Malloy should be like, yeah, Louis, we've talked about yeah, this Louis, before. Yeah, Louis, we've already had this conversation. <laughs> In 1973. Yeah. You told me about the drums, drums in the deep. Yeah. yeah we get it. Like, I, I just listened <laughs> to the tapes that you sent me. The cassettes. The singles. I was high at the time. <laughs> I was high at the time. Um, I see... Okay, so let's talk about, okay, plot-wise. Mm-hmm. The show starts off with a master class ad, ad for Anthony Bourdain's. Anthony Bourdain's journalistic <laughs> master class. Master class. And he's, we find out that David has Parkinson's. Mm-hmm. He is an older gent now. Yeah. I would say he's in his 60s because it's been 40-something years. Yeah. So he's like in his 60s, approaching 70s. Mm-hmm. And he... It, and it's the middle of the COVID pandemic. Right. Which, how do you feel about shows referencing the pandemic? I think they have to. You think they have I to? I think they have to, and I think they should, because it's a part of everybody's fucking life. So if they want to try to make it realistic, right. then you've got to bring in the masks. Do you think COVID's a fad? In the sense, like, if someone tries to rewatch the show 10 years or whatever from now, will they be like, 
When are they talking about pandemic? Oh, they're going to remember the pandemic 10 I years guess, from I now. guess so, because yeah. like, children have lost full years of school. Yeah. yeah, yeah. everybody's lost a few years of life. Yeah, I guess everybody is. Yeah. It's, uh, okay, okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, I did, what I did appreciate this, okay, so, so things that I remember, I should have watched the movie, honestly, um, before watching this. There's a couple changes that go on from this show, from like the movie and the books. First of all, Louis Dupont du Lac <laughs> is no longer a slave owner, which is good. Yay! <laughs> See, when this was first announced and they announced um, the actor who's a person of color, mm-hmm. I was like, how's that going to work? Cause, like, I, it, I like what they made him, though. Love what they made I him. I love what they did. It's way better. Cause Far it, more dynamic and complicated. complicated it's really good. More, you, he's more sympathetic because yeah. he's not a slave owner racist (laughs) so um so that's one of the changes Mm -hmm. uh that happened also the fact that he is he is gay he's a closeted gay man Mm -hmm. which they never really go there like what in the books and the oh in the books oh okay oh yeah no no they go there because i was like in the show they go there full throttle (laughs) man we get to see floating butt the floating part. Oh my god, the floating butt made me laugh out loud. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> the floating butt gay sex thing. That uh, not the gay sex wasn't funny. No, but the, but the, the, fact floating the floating butt was hilarious. Was um, so so that's one of the big changes in here. They've updated it. Um, they took it from like the 19th century and brought it immediately to the 20th century which also allows it to kind of i think i think they're referencing it without ever referencing it but like well i think they're talking about the spanish flu epidemic or pandemic that was happening around the the turn of the 20th century which i think does work well with the current covid pandemic i think there is like a lot of like cool parallels you can do with that like people like get it better right than like in the 90s when like or when the movie came yeah. out in the 70s, when the book came out, like, it's like, oh, I totally relate to right. there is something out there that can kill you mm-hmm. that is a disease or a, a, some kind of viral thing. Yeah. How do you feel about Louis, the actor who played Louis? Oh, I liked him just fine. I thought he was really good, especially when he was in the confessional. Yeah. Oh, at the end? Dude, that was intense. I said at one point that they use a lot of clearly. Anne Rice language. Yes. Which I don't think Mayfair Witch did. No. This was, like, they even used the Savage Garden line, which you and I started singing Savage Garden (laughs) line, the songs to each other when that happened. That, like, I think, to to your point about the acting, it takes a certain level of actor to pull off Anne Rice prose and dialogue. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think... Both actors acquitted themselves. Well, and David yeah. Malloy, really. But I, I didn't... I think it was done really well, honestly. I think all three actors, all, all, all principal actors, mm-hmm. none of them I liked initially. Yes, it took time. But by the end of the episode, I was mm-hmm. on board for all of them. Mm-hmm. Like, David Malloy, I was like, oh my God, I don't know if I'm going to be able to take He's this. He's over the top. I don't know if I'm going to be able to take this choice. But then when... You see what they're doing, and what they're doing is the interview with the vampire that mm-hmm. we know, mm-hmm. the book or whatever, has already happened. Yes. It happened in the 70s. Mm-hmm. And now, when David was a young man, and mm-hmm. now he's an older man, infirm, he's dying. Yeah. So I think that lends a cool 
Yeah, something new to it. Rather than like having a young man at the end of Interview with the Vampire, David ask and they play the tape, like asks Louis to change him into a vampire. Mm-hmm. And now he's an old man yeah. in the same situation. So there's a cool thing about mortality going on there. Right. So yeah, I appreciate David for that. Louis at first I felt was doing a Brad Pitt impression. <laughs> However, he brings way more to it than Brad Pitt ever could. Yeah. You know, the, he's much more dynamic actor. And the difference, so so obviously he is not a slave owner in this. Right. What he is, is a pimp, basically. He's a pimp. He's a pimp. He has a brothel. He has lots of brothels. Lots of He made an brothel. empire out of it. To the point that he is... He's allowed into whites-only places. Like a kind of white society, even though he's yeah. still looked down upon for yeah. his skin color. Yeah. It lends a... A much better, it, it just, the dynamic of that is just so much better. Rather yeah. than being someone. It's very complicated and intricate. Yeah. Yeah. They kept the moral, I mean, like, not that the slave owner is ambiguous in terms of morality. <laughs> it's, it's clear it's not. But Louis, as Brad Pitt and as the book presented him as a slave owner, he was already a part of high society right. at that time. Mm-hmm. Whereas. Our our Louis, mm-hmm. my preferred Louis, yeah. <laughs> is someone who had to claw his way mm-hmm. up, and he's in kind of the society, but he's also outside of outside it. of it. Yeah, and then when it's also revealed that he is also a homosexual man, yeah, which again, Lou, Brad Pitt's Louis never quite gets there. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, subtext, but not really mm-hmm. text. You know that that lends a whole, whole other level. a whole other aspect to his character. So you. So he still has like a, so he's a pimp, you know. Mm-hmm. And then was Paul in the books or in the I movie? have no idea. I have no idea. But I like the new plot point. I do too. Like Louis. What has- I really liked overall is is um the hunting that was happening. Yes. How slow it was. Mm-hmm. How subtle it was. How seductive it was. It was very slow burning. Like it was psychological. It was. Psych- I loved it. Like, at one point, Lestat takes Louis to an opera, mm-hmm. and Louis's never been in this kind of yeah. place. Yeah. And he's being moved by it. But his voiceover to David Malloy is like, I was being hunted, and I didn't know it. Yeah. And, like, it was very... It gave Lestat a very insidious yeah. feel. Well, that's to, where it changed for me, because I was like, he is hunting him. I like this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, he's he's very much playing yeah. Louis through this whole... Thing. Now, one thing that I think both you and I had a problem with, and I think this is a problem with the vampire, especially like movies and stuff. Mm-hmm. Why don't they just say, I can't go out in the sunlight? Why do they always have Why to- do they have to burn themselves? <laughs> Why? Why? I, like, because, like, okay, any normal human being isn't going to be like, look, my hand burns when I touch a stove. Hey, these knives are really sharp. Check it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't do that shit. Nobody does that shit. And, and like the thing is, David Malloy yeah. already knows you're a vampire. Yeah, he knows you burn in the you, sun. You guys have had a conversation. <laughs> he sees that you're still 33 years old. And you know what? You don't have to show the audience either. You can just be like, yeah, I'm not stepping in the sun. <laughs> I'm going to catch fire if I do that shit. What I liked about that scene, too, is Louis looks to, over to his stenographer yeah. and kind of nods to him. And the stenographer's like, he's going to want to do the window thing. 
He's going to want to show himself burning. Fine. Let's open the blinds. Let's open the blinds. No words are passed. Just like he does this all the time. He loves this party trick. And he and he lives in uh in in the Middle East now. Yeah, Emiratis. In Emiratis. Mm-hmm. So, which is also a very strange place for a vampire to be. Yeah. Which I they're kind of addressing, but like mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it was funny because at first, like, they're they're all talking about New Orleans and they, they cross this blue bridge. And I was like, I've been to New Orleans. I don't remember it looking this cool. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I've got a real problem with this. What? It doesn't look this cool. And I, then it's like, oh, it's the Emiratis. That explains a lot. And there was, like, a very tall skyscraper, very distinct yeah. st- skyscraper that I recognized. But I'm like... I don't think that's. I was the like, New that's Orleans not skyline. the skyline. Like, I don't remember yeah. like a spire. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's not the skyline. So yeah, so this takes in the place in the UAE. Yeah, it was weird too because like, at one point I felt like they were almost criticizing the previous movies and novels, right? Because David says he's like dismissing what Louis is saying. He's like. That old conversation we had, that was just a fever dream told to an idiot. Yeah, and he was like, I was high at the time. I was high. I wasn't asking so follow-up questions. Yeah, so I guess they were just like, no. Throw that's it all nothing. away. Throw it all away. Yeah. Which I... So, okay. So, wait. <laughs> your first interview, he was like, yes, I'm black and a slave owner. Yeah. You know, like, I just... I. Well, no wonder they need to throw all that away. Yeah. There are, like, huge glaring differences. Yeah, he's and he says, like, I should. there's places where I should have asked follow-up questions when I didn't. Yeah. And times when I did ask a follow-up question, and you would just blow past me. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so basically everything we know about the Vampire Chronicles of just what you just throw it away. Throw it away. Which is good when I'm you're fine gonna, with that. When you're going to reboot something. Yeah. To just, like, just, just throw it away. Throw it away. Uh, yeah, I love that that was their excuse. I was high at the time. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> and a lot a lot of the reviews I saw, the negative reviews for the show, were complaining about Malloy's age and how old he was. But again, I think it works in the mm-hmm. terms of mortality. That yes. We're, what we're dealing with here. They wanted basically Christian Slater or, you know, like. Right. Or, like when Interview of the Vampire came back, it's like, we got Tom Cruise. <laughs> we got Brad Pitt. We got Christian Slater. Right. Like girls are going to have the posters 90s on hunks. their wall. Right. Uh, so I think they were a little disappointed with he's not a hunk. Ah, uh, see, fun. I I prefer like realistic. Men, he looks. He you know? does look like he looks like Anthony Bourdain. He looks like he a journalist. Looks, yeah, he does. And he even says like people who look like me. Like, yeah, you know, he looks like a, a journalist. I preferred that. Yeah, I did too. Um, Which, by the way, <laughs> I'm going to say this right now. I did not find any of the vampires attractive. <laughs> you didn't find any of them attractive? No, no. Yeah. They were too creepy. <laughs> but again, I think we said this on the show. It really does bring vampirism. Yeah. Back, back to monsterism. Back to... It's like, this is They not, are literal demons. Yeah, the, yeah. There's nothing glamorous or funny about this. Yeah. This is like... A real, it's a curse. Yeah. And, you know, and there's a depth to the characters where Lestat is just lonely. Well, everybody's just lonely. Yeah. It's just about loneliness. <laughs> the, the loneliness of facing your own mortality, in right. David Malloy's case. The loneliness of being a person of color, mm-hmm. uh, you know, homosexual mm-hmm. in the... 1930s? Early, 1930s, 20s, whatever yeah. it was. And the loneliness of being a vampire. Right. Who... Obviously feels like he's been rejected mm-hmm. by God. Yeah. Like, like, he has a really good... There's a really good... Okay. Louis <laughs> has a brother named Paul mm-hmm. who has some mental... Hang-ups. Hang-ups. He's, he, he's, he has mental health 
issue of some sort. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm not really. He thinks that God speaks to him through the birds in his brain. Yeah. He's a very religious person, mm-hmm. and they're Catholic. Mm-hmm. And basically, if you're not Catholic, you are a sinner. Right. But there's a dinner where Lestat and him are having a, a moment, mm-hmm. and Lestat is talking about his own religious upbringing mm-hmm. and how his father forced him out of uh, the cloth, yeah. essentially. But Lestat, at least how the actor acts, it, is like really does seem like he's upset that this was torn away from him. Like, yeah. this was something I really enjoyed, and it was ripped away from me, and yeah. now I reject all of it. Yeah. So, I thought that was cool. But I don't think Paul is in the books, or... Again, I think this just, like... He was a, just a really great plot point. He was a really good plot for, point. Uh, for the final hunting. Yeah, for the final yeah. hunt, the, the yeah. last straw, yeah. essentially. Um, the final trap, really. The final trap. To bring Louis to a point of vulnerability yeah. that he will accept the gift right. of right. Lestat. Yeah. You know. What'd you think about the um, prostitute shitting on that guy's dick? <laughs> <laughs> so gross. But hilarious, I, I, but gross. I kind of wanted but to. But horrible. Just, I just kind of wanted to keep that without. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to comment on the shit dick part. The shit dick. <laughs> I, like, I like how she was saying. I told him to get out a few times. And he wouldn't. So and I he wouldn't. So dick. I shit on his dick. <laughs> <laughs> the show we're talking about again. Very... Again, not funny, <laughs> not funny, but funny. I was like, was this necessary? But then it's like, it is because it you is. know what? She took her power back. She took her power back. Yeah, it's important. It's important to take your power back. And she she didn't put up with his bull crap. Yeah, she shit on him <laughs> and then busted his head with a bottle or something. At one point, I said, "This is maybe how I feel about the show," and I think right. this is. A, a little bit of form and content mm-hmm. going on. I don't think the show is necessarily good. It is yeah. a sh- show where a prostitute sits on a guy's <laughs> dick who, who, who's trying to do her up the The first butt. half of the show is is a, a little bit uh, terrible. But I, I, I said it's kind of hypnotic. <laughs> yes. And like a lot of the first part of the show is like nothing is really happening. No. Like there is but a, it definitely all builds to the second half. You need the first half yeah. to get to the second half. Mm-hmm. But like at the time when they all started playing cards and stuff, I was right. like, what is happening here? Yeah. <laughs> like, nothing. I is... was really bored. Yeah. Yeah. But the, but that card game really is. It's like necessary. The, it's like the turning point of the mm-hmm. show. It's really when we start seeing a lot of the vampire powers coming into play. Would you right. like to talk about some of the vampire powers? Okay. There are way too many vampire powers. He is OP at, at the most. All right. I've, I can't. I can't deal with so many vampiric powers. He's the vampire equivalent of that meme of like, uh, like you grind side quests so much that like when you find your final boss is like a seal and you're a killer whale, an orca. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what he was. So he can stop time. Stop time. Move super fast. Because like you said at one point. Well, uh, because when he's when he's having this private conversation with Louis, like everybody stopped, but they're moving at the same time. And I was like, well, maybe he's going so fast inside Louis's head that all of this is happening within like a split second. So it looks like they're stopped. Yes. But their eyes were all hazed over, which means he stops time. Yes. He had. And like, I think. And Louis even says. He never showed me how to do that thing with time. Yeah. Every time I asked him, he would brush me Yeah, because he's a Sith Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's a Sith Lord. Yeah. <laughs> and that is common I, in the books. I do remember that and in the movies where, like, Louis was always asking Lestat how to do vampire tricks. Right. And Lestat would always kind of, like, 
withhold a little bit to mm. keep Louie kind of trapped in their relationship. Gotcha. Very abusive. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very re- yeah. abusive relationship. And it's part of why Louie um, eventually... Which makes sense of why, which is why it makes sense. It's called a hunt. Yeah, yeah. Which is why Louis ends up going with Armand eventually. Okay. Who? If there is a leader. Oh, I can't do the language. I can't do. I can't. You can't do Antonio Banderas. I can't do Antonio Banderas. I want to so bad. It was like Namor. I can't. I don't want to do the voice all the time. Um, it's a great voice. Refrain yourself. Ah, good, a good, sexy Spanish accent. I, I, I love it. Sexy. But um, but that's why he goes with Armand because Armand promises like I'm gonna show you how to do these things that right. Lestat won't teach you. Hmm. But yeah, I thought the show was very hypnotic. Yeah, it, like I was just kind of engrossed. Oh, and tell me more of the things that they can do. The vampire powers. I'm sorry. So stop time. Read minds. They cry blood. Cry blood, which is really power. And they're yes, it is. And they're because come on, can you cry blood unless you've been punched in the eye? You're right. You're right. It. it <laughs> I want to be blood crying man. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's a power. They're super strong, super fast. Wow. They're invisible. They can get into people's heads. They they can um, mind meld. Let's see here. Apparently, they're really good at sex. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> he made that woman orgasm just by like talking to her. No, he like knocked her out in like two seconds. Yeah, he was. He like, made her come within like two seconds. He's like, "You're gonna come so we can go fuck." Yeah. And, and like, you're going right. to fall asleep so that you don't know this is happening so you can't tell everybody that he's gay. Yeah. Which was nice. Which was, I think, he nice. He wasn't trying to, like, out Louie or anything. Yeah. Because, like, I was wondering how they were going to deal with it because I knew Louie was supposed to be openly, well, openly gay. Right. Like, textually openly gay. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the, I knew, the, but I was like, oh, does, do all the people at this brothel know that he's gay? Like, are they protecting him? No, no, they do not. Nobody knows. No. You know, and, and so, yeah, it was... So it's like, no, no, this was an orgy. Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't gay. It wasn't gay, but Lestat, but, like, knocks her out, and he's like... And that way it's just them two. Let's do this. Let's do this and thing. Then, and float. And, al- and it float, yeah. and it allows Louis to, like, cut loose yeah. with his, like, gayness. Yeah. Which, I mean, like, then he To had, finally be free to express himself. Free, free, nice. free to express yeah. himself in this, like, one moment, which is nice. And that's the freedom that mm-hmm. is the lure that Lestat yeah. is offering. It's like, exactly. And he says at one point, I actually wrote it down. Um, oh, maybe I didn't write that sign down. But basically, he says at one point, like, what rage you must feel when you choke on your own sorrow. Yeah. And he says, like, come be with me and be your own self right. unapologetically. You could be gay and nobody can stop you yeah which is nice is an awesome that's honestly that's great yeah like and so you when you look at it you're like i see why Mm louie is so tempted by this oh yeah you know just being able to be yourself yeah but anyway louie has made a fortune for his family Mm -hmm. do they know what he does no they do not only paul knows yes but nobody listens to paul because of how Paul is. Yeah, because they're kept in uh, comfortable ignorance. Yes. Like, don't ask questions mm-hmm. about what I do. Yeah. Um, and that way you can stay rich. Yeah. And so they don't. Yeah, so they just don't. I can't stand his family. I think they're horrid. Well, they were horrid at the end. So what happens is his sister gets married mm-hmm. and Paul and him, and Paul and him have such a sweet rela- relationship. Yeah. It's so well done. Mm-hmm. Like how protective 
that he is of yeah. Paul. And Paul and him get onto the roof, which is, seems to be something they used to do a lot as kids. Like, right. th- that's the vibe you're getting from this moment. And they're watching the sunrise after their sister's marriage. And Paul says to Louis, you should get married mm-hmm. to this woman, Hazel. And he's like, who's Hazel? He's <laughs> yeah. like, she's the woman you were dancing with. If you dance that close to a woman, you should get married to her. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, whatever. And then Paul says, I love you, Louis. Yeah. And, and then he just walks off the roof. Yeah. And dies. Yeah, and I was like, oh, no, that's because Lestat was in his head forcing him to do that. I think you're cor- absolutely because correct about that. It, it closes the final trap. It gives vulnerability. Yeah. Like I said, he was the great plot point. And Lou, uh, Lestat knows how other people treat Louis, including his own family. Yeah. Having that dinner party, he was able to like read all these people, mm-hmm. and he knew how they would respond to Paul's death, yeah. which is blame Louis for everything. Blame Louis for everything. Even his sister, who doesn't overtly say... Mm-hmm. You killed Paul. Like, his mother basically says, you killed Paul. Yeah, what'd you say to him? His sister says, I know you didn't kill him, but you must have said something to him. Yeah. So it's still a blame, even if it's like a softer blame. Mm -hmm. So that's where Louis is when Lestat finally comes to him. And it's like, hey. Hey, man. I can get you out of this mess. We can be like I can take away this pain. We can be epic gay lovers. Yeah. And you don't need to deal with this anymore. Yeah. And it's like, well, yeah. He set him up really well. It's it's, it's a very calculated and very yeah. cool way of setting it all up. Very manipulative. Um, <laughs> oh, I, okay. We'll wrap it up. I don't think I have much more to, to really say um, about it. I, I enjoyed the show. Yeah, and, I even, and just talking to you about it, mm-hmm. I like it more. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there is a moment, though, when Lestat punches a hole through a guy's head. That was hilarious. You and I both look at each other and start busting out laughing. Oh, my God. It, like I said, it, this is, like, bad, but in, like, the best possible way. <laughs> like, you and I just, it was such a hearty laugh that it was, we had. When that it was hand, full belly laugh. <laughs> I think this show really hits a lot of good things that I like. You right, know what I mean? Right. So, so I thought it was... I thought it was good. I, 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 like I said, I preferred this to the movie. Not that I've ever been like a super fan of the movie, but right. I thought this was better than the movie. Well, I don't even remember the movie, so there you go. <laughs> I mean, like I thought the movie was fine, but it just wasn't like, oh uh, yeah, yeah. You know, like I'm just glad we're not venerating slave owners anymore. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I like that too. <laughs> I, I love the fact that like, you know, old Hollywood, and I'm sure, I don't think Anne Rice was like racist or anything like it but there's a very common thing back then to mm-hmm. like like the romanticize pl- the southern plantation southern plantation mm-hmm. owners and, and mm-hmm. stuff like that and it, obviously it was supposed to make louis not a good person you mm-hmm. know there was some commentary there but it's nice to get away from that let's yeah like, like let's like basically it would be like making him a Nazi or something yeah like, like, it's like let's ew. let's not put him there we can put him mm-hmm. in a, a, a weird morally not great area. Right. Where he admits, like, I tell myself that I'm taking these women off the street and I'm putting money in their pocket, but yeah. I'm really just using them. Yeah. Like. For money know, for me. Money for me. Yeah. You know, so he's not a good guy, mm-hmm. you know, uh, but it's not being a good guy without being like a slave owner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, that's atrocious. All right. So here's some reviews. Here we go. It looks like I got two bad ones and two good ones. This is Yucky Hubris from Aikata. It says, I've read all the books and I like the movie from the 90s and was looking forward to this series. I should have known better. <laughs> this is another example of people who lack creativity demolishing the work of their betters. <laughs> they made numerous changes to the source material because of hubris. 
The changes what? in no way enhance the story and often detract from it. I no, heartily disagree. Heartily disagree on that. I remember back in the 90s when I heard Tom Cruise was cast as Lestat and I laughed. At the time, I knew Cruise from Risky Business and Top Gun and could not see him pulling off Lestat, but I thought he did a decent job with the character. Not so with this version. This Lestat is flat and uninteresting. In the 90s version of Brad Pitt, Antonia Banderas, and a young Kirsten Dunst were also great. I don't like anyone from this version. This series is a waste of resources. It's just yuck. I think these people really like the pretty vampires. They they like it all white. Yeah. No, they like it all white. That's they like it all white. Yeah. Um, absolute trash, says St. James. To sway this far from the original is sickening. The original was a masterpiece aside from Armand being a full-grown man. It was perfect. Wait, what? I guess Armand was a kind of a kid. Oh, know. gross. God, what is her obsession with having sex with underage kids? Yeah, I don't know. I don't think he was, like, that young. But I think he they, younger than Antonio Banderas was at the time. Oh, disgusting. This version is pompous trash. Anne would be rolling over. I mean, just imagine, though. If they interview with the vampire movie, they had Kirsten Dunst already. And then they were like, oh, and here's this other child. Oh, that's fucking foul. Like, I think think to get it through, (laughs) I think they would have had to do something. This version is pompous trash. Anne would be rolling over in her crypt again. She was rolling over. Rolling (laughs) over for me for a witch. She's rolling over for this one. I love how all these people, like, assume they know what Anne Rice would want. Yeah. Uh, no way she approved this much deviation. Uh, in fact, she did because she yeah. was alive when they were developing yep. this. Brad Pitt embodied Louis. I no, truly he did not. hope the Mayfair <laughs> Witches isn't this horrible. Well, oh well, good luck, man. <laughs> I, I want to see his review for for Mayfair Witches. Uh, see if we can look that shit up. Cross reference. <laughs> Maybe we'll do that. I am not opposed to Louis being played by a man of color, but why? What reason? I think we. It's better. It's much better that he's the person of Dude, color. your racism is showing. Yeah, little dog whistle there. And why change the date and portray Daniel as an old man? Again, <sighs> it, there, there's symbolism and stuff going on. Yeah. Here. That was the whole point of Anne Rice, right? Was the symbolism? He was young and eventually essential in the later books. Stick to the beautiful words and left us with, I detest this nonsense. Oh, 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 oh. I already cross-referenced this. Yes! <laughs> I said I kept this review because I wondered how he felt about Mayfair, which... Right. Um, he did not review it. Oh. The only other review that he did was for G.I. Joe Snake Eyes, <laughs> which he also called Absolute Trash. He titled both his two reviews and wow. both are Absolute Trash. Uh, funny to me that he only wrote two reviews and titled them the exact same thing. Also funny how far apart they are on subject matter. It's like, I only reviewed two things. G.I. Joe and Interview with the Vampire. <laughs> <laughs> Obsessed, says Renata Dustin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know this feeling when you finish a damn good TV show and feel empty afterwards? Yeah. Yes, that's what this show did to me. And that's how much I liked it. The story itself. And don't get me started on the characters. Sam and Jacob did so damn well and the chemistry is just the bomb. How old, <laughs> How old is, is this, this woman? <laughs> this is the type of series that makes the bomb. <laughs> <laughs> this is the type of series that makes you happy as fuck. But the other second depressed as fuck. Really can't wait for the second season. Hope it's going to come out sometime in 2023 because I can't wait longer. Come a vampire, you can wait. It's all like a flash in the pan. <laughs> I'm hoping for many people to watch this and to have it many oh, seasons. another power. Excellent, vivid memory. Excellent, vivid memory. Yeah, okay, continue. 
to every Hannibal fan out there. I know mm-hmm. we, there's some out there. Oh, yeah. We've got Hannibal fans. Uh, this is definitely your cup of tea. Is it now? I We watched Hannibal. And I just, didn't feel the same. I like this far more than I liked Hannibal. Yeah. It, again. Well, and, again, because Hannibal, for, for me, Hannibal. Is too good. I didn't want to like him. Yeah. So I had to stop watching. Yeah. Because I can get that way with bad guys, and I don't want to do that. <laughs> I can become obsessed with bad guys. So, I mean, you guys know how much I love Darth Vader. <laughs> this is this is a problem. <laughs> so I keep my distance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same yeah, yeah. with Dexter. This is a problem. I have to keep my distance. <laughs> I disagree with all the people who didn't like it. Again, it's not that. This hits a very specific sweet spot for me. Okay. Where it's got goofy as crap moments. Yes. That make me laugh. Yeah. But also, it was compelling in a way. And gross. And gross. And yeah. it it wasn't horror mm-hmm. necessarily. Again, it's not about... Anne Rice isn't about no. horror in the no. sense of fear. No. It's horror in the sense of, like, atmosphere. Yes. It's atmospheric. Yes. And I felt like it captured the atmosphere mm-hmm. very well. Mm-hmm. Would I... Subscribe to AMC Plus to watch the rest of it. I'm a very cheap motherfucker. I don't know. I mean, I would like to watch more, but do I want to pay to watch more? Um, it would be like what we did with like the the Scarlet Miss Scarlet. Miss Scarlet. It's like if if I get a free trial, sure, I'll I'll binge it all in a week, and then I'll unsubscribe. Yeah, like that's how I kind of feel about it. Yeah, like I think that's. It might be worth it to do that. Right, yeah. A little trivia here. It says, The series was created after Universal Pictures had lost rights to a reboot of The Vampire Chronicles with Jared Leto. Gross. Rumored to be cast as oh, Lestat. I'm so glad they passed on <laughs> in that. In the remake of Interview with the Vampire. Oh. It was slated that Interview with the Vampire, The Vampire Lestat, Queen of the Damned, and Tale of the Body Thief were all going to be made, remade theatrically until the rights went back to Anne Rice. Interestingly, Jared Leto does play a vampire, but in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which isn't quite right, it's Sony Cinematic Universe, of <laughs> Morbius. Um, Thank Morbius God. and Lestat are, like, basically the same character. <laughs> I, again, I think these people are like, Anne Rice would be rolling in her grace. I'm like, she, the revert, rights reverted back to her, and this yeah. is what she wanted this to do This is what it. she wanted to do, man. So I think this is well within what she wanted. Yeah. I don't know about Mayfair Witches, but I don't know much about Mayfair Witches in general, I don't know how close that was to any book. Yeah, witches for me are always a touchy subject. Yeah, you and yeah, we touched on that last yeah. week. Like, so, like, like, I'm never really a fan of it. But as far as this show, yeah, keep making them. Why not? Yeah. I, I definitely think this. I I think it brings back vampires into a cool, creepy vibe yeah. that I think is good. Yeah. Um, I think it's watchable. Mm-hmm. I thought the actors were good. Yeah. Oh, I meant to say, I liked the dedication to setting a time period. Yes. And I hope they continue with that throughout. Yes, yes. You like, actually knew when there was a flash forward. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it definitely... You knew where you were in space and time. Yeah. It wasn't like the Winchesters where Dean doing the, yeah. uh, the bookends of the show could have been in the 70s, like, yeah. based on what everyone was wearing. It, like, yeah. You definitely knew where you were at any point yeah. in time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, 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 like, I liked it. I liked I mean, it. I'm not... Solid five out of ten. Yeah, yeah. I, and I and I think even more if you're into vampires and stuff. Yeah, I'm I think not so. as into vampires, right. Really, but like if you're really into like, like I said, I'd watch more of these. Mm-hmm. I'm just not gonna pay to watch more of these. Agreed. 
That's that's the sticking yeah. point there. Yeah. But in the meantime, piloting the pilots releases each Tuesday can be found on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, wherever else fine podcasts can be found. As always, you can contact us with any questions or rebuttals by emailing us, pilotingthepilots at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Next week, we will be watching... Actually, I picked something else, and then I realized I'd already put another show here. Okay. So next week, we're going to be watching, apparently, The Ark. What? It's a new sci-fi show on Peacock Premium. Okay. I heard it has really good reviews. It's a sci-fi show. Okay. So I figured we could use The Ark next week. Mm Mm-hmm. And then I found out that I believe on Tubi or Pluto, I can't remember which one. Mm-hmm. It's definitely there, though, because I looked it up. Okay. Battlestar Galactica from the 70s is there. So I thought we'd do the arc next week. Okay. And then Battlestar Galactica from the 70s, and maybe Battlestar Galactica from the 2000s. Nah. We'll see about that. I guess not. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I thought that might be... Uh, We'll do kind right. of a dual sci-fi. Okay. I felt like we needed to do something We've modern. done dual magic, and now we're doing dual sci-fi. Yeah, All I figured right. that would be fun. Sounds fine. Okay. So, uh, in the meantime, everybody have a great week. Mm-hmm. Let us know which vampire spell you used and how that's going How is it. your vampirism going? Is it good? Is, is it, it good? Sexy? Is you it know, dirty? Like, is it gross? What are are you, you covered in blood most of the time? Do you, it... do you know how to make a woman come in two seconds? <laughs> All that stuff. All I would like stuff. to know. Like, uh, what was the name of the flasher yeah. that you introduced yourself to? <laughs> like, oh, oh, that's... How did the sucking dry go? <laughs> and where was the sucking done? I feel like <laughs> the flasher in the middle of the street wouldn't know how to... How to suck you dry. <laughs> anyway, we will see you next week for The Ark, and we love you. Love you. Bye.